Welcome to Lighthouse Chapel International, Columbus, Ohio. We invite you to discover the life-changing anointed word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Gilbert Asamoah. Reverend Gilbert Asamoah is a well-seasoned minister who serves as the general overseer of the Raccoon Diocese in Lighthouse Chapel International, USA. Founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills with over 1,800 branches worldwide. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. of what you have already begun in us Lord may it add to the wisdom may it add to the counsel may it add to the doctrine may it add to the to the shepherding may it add to the chastisement may it add oh Lord may it add instructions guidance for our lives Lord indeed so that it will lead us into your perfect will for our lives now and forever Ah, uh, we thank you Lord for the life of our Reverend Reverend Gilbert Father I pray oh God that may you continue to pour Pour out the word, more of the word into him, O oh Lord. Draw him closer, closer and closer to you, Father. Reveal more of you, O oh Lord, to him. In his name, O oh Lord, we give you all the glory. In your name, Lord, we give you all the glory. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you are excited tonight, hey, I'm making some noise. Let's welcome Reverend Gilbert Asamoa. Amen. pray Heavenly Father thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to be alive and to come before your presence 
Thank you that you will never write us off. Delete us or cancel us out of your plans. Thank you for your large heart that has room for us all. Thank you for the sacrifice of Christ. Lord, we commit ourselves to you even as we enter into the word of God. That Lord, you shall bring us into your secrets. And that we will not be wandering around in darkness. That we will not be wandering around and kicking our, our, our legs against obstacles. May we actually enter into the secrets of God. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank the Lord. It's been a while since we had a weekday service like Tuesday night. But uh, God is with us. Amen. I wonder where everybody is. I think this 2019, we are not going to go the school this way. Is that how we say? We, 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 we are not going to go the school this way. Amen. So uh, I think um, we need to recruit people. We need to recruit people on Sundays. On Sundays, walking around. Because you are the ambassadors. You are my ambassadors. Amen. Walking around and you talk to your friends and ask them, why are you not here on Sunday, on Tuesdays? Amen. I remember when we started, when we joined uh, Lighthouse, um, we were in the middle of buying a house. And so a lot of the evenings, the uh, realtor, because you have to go according to the realtor schedule. So they would say, we're going to show the house on this day. And a lot of the weekday service, I don't remember, was it Thursday we were meeting in New Jersey, Newark? I think it was Thursday. So, Reverend Osir kept asking, why are you not in church? Why are you not in church? And I kept saying, you know, we are seeing this house. It seemed like we were not serious. Amen. But he never stopped until finally when we bought the house and there was no more excuse. You couldn't use that as an excuse anymore. Then we started going for weekday service. Hallelujah. Amen. And I remember... Um, you know when michael was born and my wife was working in the evenings you know after uh, uh, some weeks i was carrying both Nathaniel and michael to church on on the um tuesday evening and uh, thursday evening service so if you have a guy in the church who has little children who say oh my wife is not available and i can't as they are running around as they are disturbing it's all part of it we've been through this we are not afraid or ashamed of it the children, if we don't have the children, if the woman cannot have children, we are going to pray and fast for God to give them to us. So if they are they, they are they are have arrived, we have to live with it. Amen. Is that not so? Amen. Yeah, so I think the weekday service has to grow by the end of the year. We we are not going to remain like this. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. So we, 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 we announced the book for the fasting is Victory Secrets. Hallelujah. So, I, I do have the Macaro 60, so I already have my copy. But we are ordering copies for members, and we are trusting that it will be delivered by Sunday. I mean, before Sunday, so that people will have it. So, um, it is very important that we all get copies of it. Even if you have the electronic version, I know that some are listening to my podcast, so don't think I'm just addressing you. Amen. But I'm going to preach, whether we are seven or ten, I'm going to preach, I'm preaching to a thousand people. Hallelujah. But, um, even if you have the electronic version, get the hard copy too. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And so, um, and I also want to emphasize that, you see, sometimes when we announce a book like maybe Vision 527, or a reason why we are buying a book, Sometimes people wonder, oh, I'm investing in this, but this is just three weeks and then 
I'll put the book aside. But the, the, the whole deal is that this book, this year, what is the theme for 2019? As part, a series of victories. So I don't think they chose this book for the first thing by mistake. I think it's on purpose. The word victory is in the title. Hallelujah. If you only want to win victory for during the 21-day fasting, then you may think that the, the, the book is only applicable for the 21-day fasting, but it's actually meant for the whole year. Amen. And I started reading it. I mean, I, I, I said, look, why not start preaching from it even before we start the fasting? Hallelujah. And so I've fallen in love with the book. And um, tonight, I think, later in the night, I'm going to, I'm going to post something on the Columbus Church Workers, please. And I'm relying on you to spread the word. encouraging people to be ready to buy the book amen Amen. so those of you here i I need you to push it and make sure people that we not don't accept excuses from anybody amen because we are going to sell it for ten dollars it's twenty dollars on amazon.com so it's like 50 percent discount hallelujah all right you you are itching to get into the message but i i am now laying the the foundation and the and the um and so um i'm going to read from you know chapter one okay bishop in this book talks about 38 secrets uh, 38 victory secrets hallelujah but the chapter one is um what is a victory secret but let's title it six reasons why you must discover the secret of god so that's the title for tonight's message six reasons why you must discover the secret of God. Hallelujah. You see, in life, there are a lot of hidden things. And if you are not properly connected, you will be beating about the bush and exerting a lot of effort. And you won't arrive at the destination because you are not using the right secrets, the right ingredients. Hallelujah. Do you realize that a lot of things are secrets? Like computers, for security reasons, they always have to have you have to have a password is that not so and um like my workplace for instance after you log on you know they have the user id and then the password after you log on then there's a message that comes up that this system is only what do you call it for employees of this and this corporation if you are not that person close (laughs) i always find it funny but if somebody if somebody who has been able to get in and they got in you know um through somebody else's uh, uh secret code do you get it there's a reason why they are there why would they such a warning do you think it's going to make somebody so that so that the onus is on the people who have the passcode to not put it around for people to the wrong person to lay hands on it hallelujah are you there and so and so um you are going to discover that Bishop has proclaimed we are to expect a series of victories. But there is a path to realizing those victories. So you notice in his New Year's Day message, I mean the non-New Year's Day, the the first message that we watched on Sunday, he gave some keys, right? Now this whole thing is a continuum. Hallelujah. And so, six reasons why you must discover the secret of God. It means that God has a secret. And your victory is going to be born out of you discovering the secret of God. Open with me to Job chapter 15 and verse number 8. Six reasons why you must discover 
the secret of God. You have to discover the secret of God. Have you heard the counsel of God? Amen. Have you heard the counsel of God? Do you limit wisdom to yourself? So this is one of this is one of uh, one of Job's friends. Because you know what happened to Job, and his friends came to comfort him. And majority of them, you know, the first three that came, their main emphasis was that Job is exalting himself and holding himself out as if he had no sin or as if these bad things are happening to him out of the blue. Their conclusion was that, look, you must have some secret sins. You have done some things that you haven't repented of. And so repent and stop complaining. <laughs> Amen. And so as Job kept speaking, one of them said, do you have have you heard the secret? So another translation said the secret of God. Hallelujah. The counsel of God. Have you heard the counsel of God? Do you limit wisdom to yourself? So, so you see that. Do you see the, 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 the connection? The secret of God, all right? Or the counsel of God is the source of wisdom. Hallelujah. And the person is starting to say, You think you are all that. You think you have heard something that the rest of us have not heard. That a secret of God that exists, that the rest of us don't know, that you alone know, which makes you think that you are better than us, you are holier than, than, than thou. And, 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 and that, that makes you think you should be exempt from, from uh, what do you call it, bad things that happen to people. Do you get it? So, so we are not so much talking about Job, but the, the, the term, the term, the secret of God, that we should be used in this chapter, came from that verse. Do you get it? Six reasons why you must discover the secret of God. Now, Job's friend was saying, basically, the way he asked the question, what do you think is the man's conclusion? Do you think he thinks Job has the secret of God? He said, have you heard the secret of God? He's trying to say, you have not heard the secret of God. Okay? So you are not better than us. But how about if you can actually find the secret of God? How about if, if there are certain secrets about God that, that you can discover? That is going to is going to put your life on a different scale than other people. Hallelujah! And so, six reasons why you must discover the secret of God. Now, Bishop starts by saying a victory secret. Because the book is entitled "Victory Secrets." Hallelujah! So let's start with some definitions, okay? Which I think uh, you would you would note down. So it would be a good idea to note it down. A victory secret is a secret that will make you into a living wonder. Amen. Does it sound like some, something somebody may like? Yeah. A victory secret. Okay? It's a secret that will make you into a living wonder. I love the word the fact is a living wonder because see, our society and our world, we are used to, we are used to building monuments for people after they die. Amen. And a lot of times, people when they are alive, like for instance, Abraham Lincoln. Did you know that today he is revered? If you Google Lincoln High School on the internet, you will find so many schools across the nation named after him. Yeah. I can I don't know, I haven't tried it, but I can tell you perhaps more schools have been named after Lincoln than Washington. Amen. Lincoln is now held in high esteem and revered. Of course, Washington is in his own class. He's the founder of the nation. But 
It is known that from history that Lincoln was not very much loved when he was alive. Amen. I mean, a lot of people opposed him. After he died, and, and he, as you know, he died by assassination. In hindsight, people began to miss him. Amen. And so, and so um, that's what human beings do. People like to worship the dead and worship. But to be revered and when you become a living wonder whilst you are still alive, that one is another level. Is that not so? That, that you are around where people have a certain reverence and a certain awe, there's a certain awe around you. Do you know that there are some people that you know that God has blessed them? God has lifted them to us at a certain place and God has blessed them. So much so that even if you are saying something bad about them, somebody nearby says, be very careful. This person, if you say anything bad about them, something bad will happen to you. Do you get it? <laughs> you become what? A living wonder. And so that's the first definition of a victory secret. And as we are making the definition, the goal is actually realize it. Because you see, this is a fire. I realize that we are growing. <laughs> do you understand? We are growing. I mean, gone are the days. If you if you remember my brother's message on the greeting at the party, my brother Victor, his message. He said something. He said, "You are not an old man of 50. Okay. You see, it didn't sound funny because, but, but it's a joke. He and I have been saying. Since we were in our 20s, he's two years older than me. So when I turned 20, he said, you are not an old man of 20. Do you get it? And now 30 years later, he said, you are not an old man of 50. The, the fact is that when I was in school, most of the time, I was the youngest in class. Do you get it? I was the youngest in class. So, because um, I'm from class 5, I spent two weeks in class 5. And then I was bumped to classes. So the classes people were older than me. Do you get it? And it had continued like that. So I had this young-looking baby face all the time, and I've always been young. But now suddenly, college students are calling me uncle. <laughs> and I was telling somebody, the moment college students are calling you uncle, you are getting up there. And so what the point I'm making is that now we don't have any time to waste. Amen. Amen. Whatever we need to do, we need to do it now. Amen. Whatever. And so we are not just trying to get a list of uh, points. This thing we are talking about, a victory secret is a secret that would make you into a living wonder. So far, I'm, I'm, what I'm desiring is that I will be a living wonder. That it will not be a, a note. How many people actually read the notes they write? I mean, it's a good thing to write the notes and it's a good thing to go over. Sometimes, sometimes I'll go over my old notes. Recently, as I was approaching 50. <laughs> I was going through my Bible and quiet time notes from the 80s to the 90s. Amen. And I was, because I, as you, you've been to my house, I have a lot of J-U-N-K's, junk. But some of them are not all junk. <laughs> some of them are not all junk. So I, I went through and I was reading a lot of things and I said, wow, wouldn't it be great if all these things are not just archives, but they're actually something I have entered into. And it's never too late. Hallelujah. It's never too late. Like I told you, I keep telling you that I met Dorothy in Texas. She was 75 and she was getting her bachelor's. Amen. Hallelujah. 
And so, and so that's the first definition that we are going to write down, okay? Now, the next one, we are talking about victory secrets. We are talking about how Bishop illustrated the idea of victory secrets. Okay? What's the first definition of victory secret? Make you into a living wonder. Hallelujah. Okay? The second one is that a victory secret is the secret of God. A victory secret is the secret of God. So, so, so that's where the Job, uh, Job 15.8 comes in. Okay? That is where that term, because in the King James, I think probably what is out there is maybe, uh, is it New King James, Brother Erasmus? Exactly, in the King James. So same meaning, you know. Somebody says the same difference. <laughs> okay, the same adequament. Okay, so secret of God. So a victory secret is number one, a secret that will make you into a living wonder. Number two, a victory secret is the secret of God. So, 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 um, you know, it, it's still defining the thing, but now one tells you something more specific. Okay, one is that one is one, one, the first one that says that um, something that makes you into a living wonder. It is, it is more. It is telling you the outcome. Okay, the outcome of what you become when you enter into a victory secret. So, so it becomes something visible on you and in your life. You become a living one that is like, it's visible and it is traceable, it's observable and it is tangible. So that definition is more like a, a, a definition of, of something that you can reference. Hallelujah. The second definition says that the a victory secret is the secret of God. That one, that definition is giving you the source, isn't it? It's telling you how are you going to get there? You know, the, a victory secret is like is the secret of God. In other words, in order for you to become a living wonder, in order for you to enter into the, vic, the, the vic, victory secret, the, 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 there is something hidden in God that you need. That is the, the victory secret is a, the secret of God. All right. That's number two. Another one the bishop gave. A victory secret is a revelation that brings you the victory. A victory secret is a revelation that brings you the victory. And like I was saying, all these things must not just be, must not just be things we are writing that It must be, it's, it be, I like the theme for 2019. It's, it's not just a series of victories. Expect a series of victories. Because if you are not expecting a series of victories, don't be surprised if a series of victories don't happen to you. But you have to be expecting it. Amen. Amen. Look, I don't know whether you heard the, the um, Sunday message. And I think we should put it on the platform. I don't think we've put it out there. It's a brief message Bishop preached about the days of Noah and the days of Lot. Okay. And um, the testimonies that came before, you know, fantastic testimonies. Like somebody said, uh, came to testify that she didn't have a phone, and and then and then and then and then Bishop also said that you're going to get a bonus. So the the person got a phone from her grandfather, and then her grandfather's brother also said, okay, come to see me, and then and then she get, she got a second phone. While Bishop was talking casually about a bonus, 
It's like she believed it that I'm going to get a phone bonus. Amen. There was another one I've forgotten. You remember the other ones? Like very fantastic thing that sometimes when Bishop is speaking, it seems so casual. It's, it doesn't seem, but it's all about expectation. Hallelujah. And so as you are talking about defining what a victory secret is, look, this is not for exams. This is not for exams like ABS exams. It is for <laughs> it is for it is for something to look forward to in this year and in our life that we want to enter into what the secret of god we want to enter into certain hidden things that will make us a living wonder hallelujah and now the third one is what a revelation that brings you the victory a revelation is like it's like an unveiling do you get it an unveiling like something that is covered is now uncovered Okay, another one, which is like an extension of this third one, victory secrets are revelations from the Holy Spirit. Victory secrets are revelations from the Holy Spirit that can make the difference in your life's work and ministry. Victory secrets are revelations from the Holy Spirit that can make the difference. In your life's work and ministry. Victory secrets are revelations from the Holy Spirit that can make the difference in your life's work and ministry. So, I mean, today we are just introducing this whole book and introducing victory secrets and six reasons why you must discover the secret of god we're going to start with reason number one as a matter of fact we most likely will not finish reason number one because i also have a four minute video i want us to watch which would also speak to the idea of mystery and secrets okay so reason number one we're talking about six reasons why you must discover the secret of god reason number one life and death depend on your discovery of the secret of God. Six reasons why you must discover the secret of God. Number one, life and death depend on your discovery of the secret of God. And for that, we are going to read a very long passage. Daniel chapter 2, verse 8 to 13. And when we are done, we jump to 16 to 22. So Daniel chapter 2, verse 8 to 13. Life and death depend on your discovery of the secret of God. Sometimes, the difference between life and death is a little knowledge, a discovery of a secret. And in this case, it was literal. Daniel and his friends, their head were on the line. So, um, we're going to read this passage. Yeah, powerful. He's in the spirit, he's anticipating that I'm going to need help. So, we're going to go from verse number 8 to 13, and then we'll jump from 16 to 22. So, let's start. Daniel chapter 2, verses 8 downwards. The king answers and said, I know for certain that you would gain time because you see that my decision is firm. If you do not make known the dream to me, there is only one decree for you. 
for you have agreed to speak lying and corrupt words before me till the time has changed therefore tell me the dream and i shall know that you can give me its interpretation the the chaldeans answered the king and said there is not a man on earth who can tell the king's matter therefore no king lord or ruler has ever asked such things of any magician astrologer or chaldean it is it is a difficult thing that the king requests and there is no other who can tell it to the king except the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh for this reason the king was angry and very furious and gave the command to destroy all the wise men of babylon so the decree went out and they began killing the wise men and they sought daniel and his companions to kill them so daniel went in and asked the king to give him time that he might tell the king the interpretation then daniel went to his house and made the decision known to hananiah Mishael and Azariah, his companions, that they might seek mercies from the God of heaven concerning this secret, so that Daniel and his companions might not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. So Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his and he changes the times and the seasons he re he removes kings and raises up kings he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding he reveals deep and secret things he knows what is in the darkness and light dwells with him hallelujah amen there is a verse that i missed I believe that probably may be 12 or 13. That is a scripture because I'm looking at it from the King James, right? But I was intrigued by the way the new King James put it. You know, the place where it says that a decree went out that the man should be slain. What verse is that? 13. Okay, so, so it said the decree went forth that the wise man should be slain. And they sought Daniel and his. Is this the King James? Okay, so put it the original one that he was reading. Was that the New King James? Put that one up. So the decree went out. So, so look at it. The King James, the, the way the King James read, and, and now keep the New King James on. But the King James, this is the way it read. It says, and the decree went forth that the wise men should be slain. Right? So it kind of puts it in the future. Is that not so? And they sought Daniel and his fellow fellows to be slain that is how the king james put it but a new king james put it this way so that the king went out and they began killing the wise men and they sought them and his companions to kill them this one makes the stakes very high brother francis it's not that the king is thinking about it it's not that he's going to have a congressional meeting a congressional committee and discuss the the the, the modalities of how to kill it without the supreme court getting into the case a decree has gone out and they are actually and and i don't know how many of them but in one place there were 120 satraps so there's a number of these magicians these are guys that the king they have found favor with the king they have passed the uh, what you call board exams <laughs> they have passed the physical 
uh, what they call modeling test because they had to look a certain way too and now now they are in service of the king as advisors and then if something bad is about to happen to the kingdom you are supposed to see it and tell me now here's the deal the king has had a dream and the king is asking these advisors tell me the dream and then tell me what it means if you can't tell me it means that you've been tricking me all along you guys are on very fat seven figure salaries that i've been paying you saying that you are the wise man in this kingdom that you, you you've been you've been you've been uh, 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 collecting a lot of dough in this kingdom now now is the time as they say exactly and so if you cannot say it means that all the advice and the thing is you've been lying to me so if you are truly powerful and uh, full of wisdom and whatever you should be able to tell me and the people are saying look no king has ever asked his subjects this type of thing and so i'm sorry he said the answer lies only with the gods and so look at it they were what they began killing the wise men so by the time the people were knocking okay daniel and his friends shandrach meshach and abednego they're in apartment 204 and then daniel heard that the people have come to 192 from 192 you know how the apartment is it's numbered like my house my mom was asking me ah your neighbor is 529 but you are 533 <laughs> but there's no house in between <laughs> do you get it <laughs> sometimes they jump the, the number so if you did uh, at one night two and you hear people are crying and stuff daniel <laughs> daniel had to run to go to the king and say look okay give me time my god can give me the answer so you see that look sometimes knowing the secret of god is a matter of life and death it's not everything that you can put forth into the future that if you don't know the secret, you're about to die. And this is the literal situation in Daniel's life. That look, me and my three friends are about to be killed. And now, God, if you don't answer us, we are going to die. Hallelujah. So that's the first point. Six reasons why you must discover the secret of God. Life and death depend on your discovery of the secret of God. Which means that if you don't know that secret, you are going to die. Just like everybody else. Do we want to know the secret of God? Yes. By the grace of God, we shall continue next week. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Father, we want to thank you so much. Bless this message and create a hunger in us. Bless this message and cause us to desire more of you. In the name of Jesus.